Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're gonna practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're gonna to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Hello, I am here with the beautiful Katie White. She is a watercolor artist and her mission is to bring soft and serene and calm, introduce those into people's world, especially because of all the chaos that we have going on now and probably forever. For example, she just got over some COVID, but she decided to come and be with us anyway. Um, she is a working professional artist. She's making a living, providing for her family, doing really well for herself. So hi, Katie. Thank you for having me. I am so glad that you are here. And I wanted to take this 30 minutes or so to really figure out what is the next step for you? And how can I help you lay out some steps or a roadmap to help you get there? And when I asked you earlier, you said that what you really wanted was to connect with everyone through my art and help people find grounding through it. Can you tell me some more about that? So I think we as creatives or I as an artist have an opportunity and a platform in this time in our world to connect with others. And the only way to connect is obviously through my art. That's, I mean, that's the way that works for me. My work, I hope, and my goal every day is that it is grounding. Um, it's kind of how I set my intention each day. Um, kind of going back to, I create small little guys and you can point to that. Yes. You sent this to me in the mail. Isn't that beautiful? So these guys, I like to have a stack of that paper next to me in the morning to get my creativity going. And I just create, um, it's grounding for me, you know, my feet are planted on the ground. I mean, it's, it's a very intentional practice, um, whether I add meditation into it or I, um, have music going, it, it is, to me, it's very grounding. And I think it shows up in my work, whether you see it through the line, the horizon line. So yes, I feel like connecting through the art, someone may resonate with that and find it grounding as well and peaceful. And just so you know, if you aren't watching, you are listening, this is a little, I don't want to call it a sketch. It's more like a quick painting that's four by six on some watercolor paper. In five by seven, four by five six, by seven. somewhere, like that. somewhere like that. in that in that one. But um, it's just a beautiful landscape with trees, mountains, uh, clouds, a little lake, and it is very grounding. I can feel that when you say that. And to be honest. When I saw it, I did not feel, or I did not see it and say, that makes me feel grounded. And that's not a bad thing at all. But 
I wanted to just point out that by hearing you say that and feeling the inflection in your voice and the, for lack of a better word, the aura that you're giving off whenever you're talking about how you want to help ground people and how it's part of your practice, I will never look at it and see anything else. And I think that that is part of marketing your art. I saw a beautiful landscape. But when she told me about it, I saw so much more. I'm getting off on a tangent a little bit here. But I know that a lot of artists think, I just want to make art and let people see whatever it is they see. And they will. They will see whatever it is they see. But also by sharing what you hope it is that it brings into their life, it's going to be so much more of a stronger message and stronger connection for them. So um, that being said, you said you want to help people feel more connected and grounded. What does that look like for you? What is different about what you want than what you already have? I don't know. That's okay. That's okay. Kind of backpedaling to what you just said, I feel like I could do a better job telling the story of the art. You know, so often visual artists leave the interpretation to the person who's viewing it. And we assume that they know what's inside of our heads and in our minds. Um, and, and I do a good bit of marketing and I do a good bit of speaking to people when they're in front of me about what the work is about, but I just assume everybody's reading what I'm writing on Instagram sure. and they're not. Um, and I'm assuming they're reading my bio on my website and they're not. And I think connecting those words to the art somehow would help with connecting with people better. Um, yeah. Telling the story. I mean, the storytelling. I just got off of a retreat with two artists or authors last week um, who were talking about storytelling and how important it is. And it was applicable to me only because I tell a story through my art. How do I weave those words in there? And how do we figure out how everybody can hear about it and know that it's grounding? Like it, it would just bring so much joy if someone just immediately opened up my art and was like, that's Katie White, it's that grounding piece. I mean, I call it the grounding series, but does anybody really know what that means? I don't know. And I will also preface this by saying, I know Katie. Katie and I talk quite a bit. And that being said, I still, I'm not huge on scrolling through my feed unless she's asked me a question or something. I'm probably not thinking, oh, I need to go check Katie's about page and see what's going on with her thought process right now. It's just not a natural way to be. And so the conversations, I, I am a firm believer that connection sells art. And that doesn't mean you have to be an extrovert. That doesn't mean that you have to know everyone in the world or talk to every single person you know every day. But the more connected we are, the more you're going to have success as an artist and feel like you are making that difference that you want to make, whether or not you even can define what that is yet. Katie right. happens to be able to, because she's been at this for a while. Maybe you don't know what your art brings, but you're not going to find out 
unless you are having those conversations. So Katie, I want to ask you, how do you feel like you could be, is this a question I want to ask? Let's go with it and see where it goes. How do you feel like you want to be more connected to people? How do I want to be more connected? Um, I want more conversations. Um, I lead small group workshops and I lead um, retreats. And that's where I feel like you get those connections going. I, I would love to know how you do it. I would love to know how on a broader scale that you could connect with people. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That's, that's a good place to start. So I am a big believer that one-on-one or small group is the strongest connection you're going to make. Mm-hmm. Does that mean there aren't other layers to it? No, there are other layers to it. So a rule that I use a lot, a lot, a lot is text is not as connecting as voice is not as connecting as video is not as connecting. And then I always forget exactly what my rule is after that. Um, As in-person is not as connecting as one-on-one. So you are talking about I'm holding up my fingers here on my thumb. This side of the scale is your retreats and your one-on-one conversations. On the other end of the scale, my pinky is writing an Instagram post. Correct. So you only have so much capacity over here at my thumb to have retreats and coffee dates and all of that. Mm. However, that being said, I make it a point to prioritize those in my business. So one of the goals that I set every month is how many one-on-one conversations do I want to have? And then every week I look at how many have I had so far? How can I go make some invitations to add some more to my calendar? And if I have three a week, I feel like my business is sailing along well. I'm feeling connected I am creating more leads than I am any other time in my business, making more money than I am in any other time in my business. And not even with that being the purpose of it. Like sometimes they're just, hey, let's get to know each other. Hey, be on my podcast. Hey, let's catch up. Let's do a collaboration. Let's do some brainstorming. Like any form of one-on-one meeting, I'll even tell some of my clients like, Go have lunch with some of your friends that you haven't seen in a while. That's, that's connection. Always. Connection equals better sales, but that's not why you should do it. That should be part of your business plan is to make more connection. But when you have this, I have to, and this has to be the outcome, it's not going to work. It has to come from a real genuine place, which is why I also say, don't try to make connections with someone unless you really want to make a connection with someone, because Mm -hmm. if it's not real, it's not going to come across as real. And you're just going to be wasting your time. They're going to feel weird about it. You're going to feel weird about it. So prioritizing those conversations, but also how can you take it a couple of steps back? So we've got, um, 
in a group. What could you be doing on a more regular basis where you're inviting people into a group so you could get to know them better? So you said you teach workshops. How mm -hmm. often do you do that? Um, monthly. And that is in person, online? In person. In person. I'm, I'm still <laughs> intimidated by online. Mm. I practiced. I don't love it. Um, I find it's, I, I want that in-person feeling. Mm -hmm. I want the energy in the room. Um, I think you can read people much better, obviously in person. Um, I haven't figured out how you get, this is taking a side tangent, but no, I, I do think that, I mean, my workshops are fantastic, but I think it's hard to show what I'm doing modeling it for somebody and trying to look at them and to see how they're feeling. And you can just, even by, I can sense with breathing, if somebody is overwhelmed, if they're like, this is so not my gig. Um, but I, so I've been opening up my space, um, for small group workshops, it's been fantastic. I did it all spring, um, like one to two a month. And that's been beyond rich. And it's, at, you know, it just, I think people want it. I think they need it. It's um, it's more of a meditative uh, workshop that I do with lots of breathing and using the paint to help guide your breathing. That sounds lovely. Um, I love it. Whether these people are clients of mine or, you know, collectors, that does not mean anything to me. Yeah. Um, they may become that one day. That's not what's important. What's important is that they're gathering a new tool that they can use in their daily life. Because again, I think we all are looking for tools, whether we want to cook or garden or paint, write, whatever it is, it's going to bring some kind of peace, grounding, calmness to our life when it gets a little bit spiraled out of control. So once, once a month right now. So do you feel like that is one, do you have enough uh, we're going to call it leads or people to continue to fill up that once a month. And is that satisfying you with that number? So right now I do, um, I can fill it. Um, I have a lot of requests for nighttime. Um, right now that is not driving me to do it. That's okay. You don't have to do it. Uh, because we use the space in my home, I don't want to bother my husband and all that great stuff. I love daytime. I work really well during the day. Nighttime, I really want to shut down. But a lot of working women have requested it. So again, I keep trying to think of what is that other way that I could connect with them? Do they download something? Do I do it online? Again, I like that interactive spirit about yeah. it. Um, so currently right now, I feel great. I took the summer off. I was like, I don't need to do this during the summer. I've got my kids at home. Um, I'm really trying to pause for these three months, but I know I'll do three more at the end of the year. I'll do September, October, November, probably not in December, maybe a small group, like party concepts. Like a lot of people have invited me into their homes to do this, um, which has become like a girl's day or a girl's. I don't know. Uh, what is it that everybody's doing right now? Brunching. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I was going to say girls night out minus yeah. the night. Yeah. But... but like brunchings become really popular and then they'll have me come in and um, 
just do an hour with them, which has been great. So I definitely foresee that I could, and, and again, is it, it's, it's a small component of my, of sure. my big plan of who I am as an artist, but it fills me up so much. Yes, I yes. was a teacher. I was an elementary art teacher. So having that teaching um, component I know is important for the connection. So. I think that this is something that you could bring online and you would learn to do it and it would get easier and it would start to feel good once you get past the uncomfortableness. However, it does not sound like that is something you need or really truly desire to do right now. So I would just kind of let that lie. So we've got in person or sorry, like your one-on-one connections, you've got your let's say six to nine months of the year workshops. We had also discussed you doing a yearly or twice yearly studio open house type things that seem to work really well for you. I've been doing those. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so the next rung down the thread or down the fingers, my middle finger is um, feeling about video. It's, I think it scares me. Sure. I, and it should be scary. If it didn't if scare somebody, you, I would be worried. Like if somebody could just come in and like set it all up and be like, okay, Katie, I'm going to get this all organized. You're going to do it this way. I'm going to pop this in. If I had someone that could do that, I would have a full on setup. I really would. Like if you just told me all you have to do is paint and teach and love in that moment. And I don't have to think about how to set up the zoom. And I don't have to think about how to get the camera and the things sitting over me. It would be heaven. Okay. So you just told me I would love to paint and teach and love in the moment. Yeah. If that were a thing, if all you had to do was press a button whenever you're feeling inspired and you would be able to, let's say Bob Ross it, mm-hmm. would you do that? Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, so the only thing holding you back from doing that is the tech setup. A hundred percent. How's your husband with tech? Um, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He could probably figure this out. If you uh, said, honey, <laughs> here is the deal. I want my art to bring serenity and calm to this freaking chaotic world. And I want to help everyone get grounded. And I want to spread the love. And there's one thing holding me back from it. And that is not knowing how to set up my setup. Can you please make a copyable setup for me to be able to do whenever I want? Can you help me figure that out, please? What would he say? He would say, absolutely. Without a doubt. So there's I, nothing I, holding you back from being Bob Ross. There's well, my own confidence. Of getting, oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I have spent the money to have the videos done. I have test run it on a couple other artists. I have done all of it. And then I just sit there and I go, okay, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And I know it's, I really just want an expert to walk in and be like, dude, I got this. That's not what it has to do with. It's not that. 
I'm going to call you out in a very nice way and say, <laughs> you can give me all the excuses you want, but that's not the problem. The problem is needing that five minutes of courage to hit yeah. the play button. I agree. And not even five minutes, five seconds. I agree. And I will say this, this is, this is the only other thing. The market is saturated with artists doing this. And I don't want to, I don't, um, I want to continue to be the authentic person that I am. Every time you turn on Instagram, it's sign up for this and sign up for that. And here's another educational component. That's not what this is about to me. Um, It is about connecting. And I think that's a fear of mine of not, I don't want, I mean, this is, I'm being super vulnerable. Please. That's what we are. Yeah. I don't want to be another artist just trying to do that because that's not, I have first and foremost, I mean, I've always been an artist, but I've also been a teacher. And again, is the tech holding me back or is it the fear of looking like somebody else doing it? And I don't want to be that ever. And I don't, again, there's enough room at the table. There's enough for every one of us to be creative and have our creativity go around. And I think we need to be preaching that more. Um, And I think we need to be lifting one another up and women up and artists up and all that great stuff. But I I do think there's that little element of, oh my gosh, I put it out there. I, what if it doesn't work? What if, what if, what if, and if it's only one person, then it's only one person. (laughs) Okay. So is the fear, let's put the tech aside. You said a couple of different components. Other people are doing it, looking like someone else. What was the last one you just said? I'm sorry, I lost it. it. So if you could break it down to one main fear, what would you say it is? I'm going to go back to tech. I really am. I'm going to go back. But but your husband's going to take care of that. Okay, we all want to be accepted. We want our message to be received well. I think my message would be received well. It's out there. Someone will love it. That's really not what holds me back. What holds me back is doing it. That's what's holding me back. Just actually sitting down and doing it. I get all fired up and then I'll do my little practice. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just so much work clicking on the computer and figuring it out. And where do I set it up? And Okay, if truly that is the biggest thing holding you back. I think it is. And I I think that there's a little fear there too. But I also think that you're someone who has overcome quite a bit of fear in her business and Mm -hmm. can handle that side of it. So have you ever heard of a SOP, Standard Operating Procedure? Um, I've heard of it. Essentially what it is, it's a personal or business document that you create for yourself or you have a VA or something like that, where there's something that you want to do over and over, such as click the button to go live to paint and spread love. What are the practical, tactical steps in order? First, I put the tripod on the pieces of tape so I know exactly where it goes. 
That's one. Step two is open Instagram, hit the plus sign in the top right hand corner and then click live. Step three, give it a title. Paint and love number 113, <laughs> whatever that is. Make it something that you can just do over and over. Right. Step four, hit the button. Step five, forget that that is there and paint and talk. Step six, hit end. Then you're done. Or step seven, uh, save to Instagram, whatever. So it's very broken down. You can't not do it because it's so easy. It's written out in not Ikea furniture directions, but three-year-old can follow directions. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. So you recommend going Instagram live? I said Instagram live because that is the simplest. You it don't is. have to then figure out how to upload it and give it this description and blah, 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 blah. Doesn't I could do that. Live. It could be anything. It could be a Zoom. It could be a recorded video. It could be a one-on-one -on -one thing. But giving you options is just, again, going to paralyze you. So let's figure out one first. And once you feel comfortable following those steps and pressing live and doing it, then you can add another way to your standard operating procedure document. If I want to record video so I can make reels. Here's the steps I take. If I want to do a Zoom, here's the steps I take. So you can just keep adding to it and having more and more ways that you can show up on video because video is gonna be stronger than any post that you're gonna write. And when I say stronger, I don't necessarily mean going to reach more people, get more views, all of that. I would rather you have one person watch your video than a hundred people read your post. Right. I agree with you on that. They see who you really naturally are. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to say this from a sales perspective, because I think most people listening to this are looking for more sales. I don't necessarily feel that that is the case for you, but when I did my last live quote unquote launch of my program consistent income. Most of the girls who signed up said, I signed up because I watched all your YouTube videos and I felt connected to you or something similar along those lines. It wasn't because I wrote the best emails. It wasn't because I showed up in all the places. It wasn't for any other reason except video. And I will also say I have been at for seven eighths of my life, absolutely freaking mortified, terrified of video. But I just did it and did it and did it again. Um, if you go on my blog, let me know if you can't find it, but there is for the fear portion of it, I created a post a long time ago about how to get over your fear of video marketing for introverts, I think is the name of it. And it just talked about, it broke down how I got over my fear of video. I don't necessarily think that's what you need. I just felt like that was worth mentioning in this point in time. I what you need is a breakdown of how to do it. I, I do. 
And just Fine. Google directions, but how right. do how does Katie White, the artist, do it? Right. I hear you. And I think a lot of it is you get so having your own creative practice, you get so bogged down with, I need to be making art. I need to market myself. I need to deal with the accounting. I need to go grocery shopping. I need to blah, blah, blah. Like it. I love that you just no. go grocery shopping. Because <laughs> well, that's how it is. That's like, that's life. It, and I think that that is, um, it can become almost paralyzing and you're like, I've got this commission that needs to get out. Oh, I need to think about my collection launch and oh, have I marketed it enough times? And have I, then you just say, I want someone to come in and set this whole thing up for me and let me just sit on my platform and do it. <laughs> let me just, I'm that would be great. You could Google companies to hire in your area to come set it up for you. I know. Then I end up, I tend to be the person that <laughs> spends too much money on that, and never uses it. So I definitely know where my shortfalling is, but um, it is helpful. And I think that's one of the things every artist would say. It's helpful to have the encouragement from somebody else and such sure, as yourself sure. saying, go do it. Here's how you're going to do it. And well, holding you accountable. The thing that you said, I want, let me read it again. I want to connect with everyone through my art. I want to help people find grounding through my art. And I think that you're really good at doing that. And you are currently at capacity for some and pointer finger of one-on-one and small groups. That's full. You said, I want to reach more. I want to be bigger. That's how you do it. So in order to get what you want, you have to prioritize the not even very many steps to get there. You could have this figured out within 24 hours and just be a thing. You just have to go press the button. I know that you can. The hardest part is then going and doing it. But when you can connect it to, I'm not going to get X unless I Y, that helps you find that motivation. 100%. Which is why I went back and read exactly how you said it. So, Katie. Yes. It was lovely having you. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And I would love for people to be able to find you. Where would they do so? You can find me on Instagram at Katie White Artist. Or my website is katiewhiteartist.com. Will you spill Katie White Artist? Sure. Sure. Maybe not the whole thing, but (laughs) K-A-T-I-E White W-H-I-T-E Artist A-R-T-I-S-T. And I think I think I'm somewhere on TikTok. I don't keep up with it. If you don't know where it is, it's not worth it. I just I don't keep up with some of the stuff. Nor should you try to keep up with everything. Yeah, just not my gig. So Instagram is where you can connect with her. Her website is where you can see her portfolio and how to hire her. Would you say that's accurate? Yes, absolutely. I have a shop out there and everything. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much, Katie. It was so lovely having you. I hope you feel better soon. I will. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And good luck with this um, adventure of yours. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. 
And if you're one of those people who wants all the things, be sure that I get your email so that I can send you invitations to free classes, send your price your way, and share details about how you can go deeper with me. Just click on the show notes to sign up.